Welcome back to the End Time Podcast. We're happy to be back again and to be able to discuss the truths that we hold dear to our hearts that are in the Word of God and to be able to talk about as we've been in the subject of faith. And I just want to continue on as we look back into the book of Hebrews. Is Hebrews chapter 11 is commonly referred to as the faith chapter. It talks about the heroes of faith. It talks about what faith is. It talks about um, how they overcame by faith and how the elders obtained a good report by faith. And Hebrews 11 starts out in verse 1, to read it again, says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And really, faith, it is a substance. It's something that you really have in possession within yourself that you know it's real. When you have possession of something, you know that it's true, and you know that you have it. As we talked about, when you have the purchasing power of something. If someone gives you, if you're hungry and someone gives you enough money to go buy a loaf of bread, you can be happy because you have potentially that loaf of bread, but you just need to go purchase it. And faith is that purchasing power. And faith really, faith is a, is a revelation given by God. Faith has been defined and looked at as a, as a set of beliefs and been almost diminished sometimes to a knowledge of the Word of God. But faith goes beyond that. If you take it and look at the verses in the Bible, many of them that talk about faith, we walk by faith and not by sight, and we're saved by grace through faith. And, and you know, we, we really are in need of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ more than just knowledge of what He is or, or what can He do, but to really believe that He is. And, and it talks about faith is the, is the substance. And I, I just want to go back for a minute because in Mark chapter 9, there's a phenomenal example of faith that Jesus would find his disciples almost arguing among themselves and talking amongst themselves. And he would find like a commotion. And there would be a man that would come and bring his son and to Jesus. And his, his, his disciples would have prayed for this boy, but they couldn't cast out the devil out of the boy. And then finally, as they brought him to Jesus, the, the father of the of the child says, I I brought him to your disciples. They could not cast him out, but but can you help me? And and Jesus asked the man if he has faith, if he believes. And the man says, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. And as he's as he's talking about this, this that's the English translation, or I'll say the the King James Version translation, which is the version of the Bible that we read. And if you go back into the the original Greek of that verse, what the man is really saying, without getting too deep into the different languages of it, he's saying, Lord, I believe, but help thou my lack of faith. I, I believe, in other words, I believe that, Lord, you're, you're real. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you can heal my son, but I don't have the faith. I don't have something to actually reach out and claim that, is this really what God has for me? Is this really the right thing? Jesus then then would make the statement, oh, faithless generation. And he's making that statement in Mark chapter 9 to a Jewish nation that really believed in God, that really believed in the, in the God that had talked to Abraham and, and brought him out of Ur and talked to Moses and, and led them out of Egypt into the promised land and did many mighty miracles and wrought supernatural victories in their midst that they were able to enjoy and could not deny the power of God and believed in God, 
But he says, but they're lacking faith. And what brings faith is, is, is a revelation, God revealing himself to you personally. It's a revelation of Jesus Christ. It's a revelation of his will. What is God trying to do? A will is what someone desires to have happen. And what he's saying is, this is a generation that doesn't have a revelation of the will of God, of what God's trying to do in this day and age. That's why even Jesus would talk about, will I find faith when I come? Will I find people that have a revelation of the day that they're living in, what the will of God is in that day? And we could look back at different scriptures if we just want to begin to pour into this, because what is the will of God today? What does he desire to see us doing? And, and really, I believe if there's a biblical question, there's, there's a biblical answer. You know, Brother Andrew, you, you bring some good thoughts, and as you were speaking, I just began to uh, reflect on it, and um, faith really being uh, a revelation of, of the will of God. Let's just call it being a part of God, being a part of when you're born by the Spirit, you're born of God, and by nature, under your new birth, there's certain things that come about from that naturally. There's a desire to serve God. There's a desire to go to church. There's a desire to fellowship. There's also the desire for redemption. There's the desire um, to fulfill what God would do if he were here in his own flesh. So he now works through his body. I thought of this scripture as you were speaking, and it's in Ephesians 4. And in verse four, 4, it would say, There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. So the God that calls, he knows there's just one body, one spirit. Verse 5 says now, One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. So when that God comes into uh, a human vessel, um, he, th there's some things that are inherent that will come out as a result of being put into this body, and, and it will come out. And the natural things that we, we would take for, for granted, you know, by faith, um, you know, if I just take natural examples of life, you get in your car, you start your car. You don't wonder if your car will start unless your car doesn't operate well. But if you've got a good car, by faith you turn the key. You just do it naturally. By faith you get up and pray in the morning. You do it naturally. And, and along with that comes a realization, God is with me. He'll help me. He'll do those things. And so the things you do as a Christian, you just do naturally. And, and it's just part of what we're born into. And so there are things that, that just come naturally. And in, in that same chapter, verse 7, it says, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So there are, if I can put it, some things that come naturally. There are some things that God gives to us specifically. So then faith when things come naturally, faith almost becomes a sub subconscious thing. Absolutely. It just happens. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't realize that you're operating by yeah. faith. You just yeah. are. When, when, when God saved me, um, 
it was so real. It was so personal. I would look at the people that walked down the street and I would ask the question, are they saved? Do they have eternal life? Uh, and, and my heart would, would just naturally reach out. And I, I began to think, why me? Why not them? But at the same time, as part of, if you call this the heart of God, um, there's, a, there's a, a cry that, that God has within himself to bring all of his lost children back home. And so when we're born, we're born with some of that desire that God's placed in us. We, by nature, we want to help. By nature, we want to be part of that. It, it, it just comes because it's a reflection of the heart of God. Yeah. This, this, this brings in something that I'll, I'll maybe just share here today, Brother Andrew. We, we recently came back from a little, little trip overseas um, doing some missionary work. And uh, I've reflected on the times that I've gone overseas and how I find that there's a blessing that comes with it, again, very naturally. Um, You're you're not just going for a program. You're going to fulfill what God's heart is. That is found in, in the scripture, Mark chapter 16. And if I would call this, these, these are some of the last words Jesus spoke to his disciples as recorded in the book of Mark. But he would tell them, go ye into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. So, and, and he'll, he'll go on uh, in, in further verses just to tell what would do it. But if we just take the focus on that verse, that, that is what I would call the general marching orders. That is a commission that's been given, not just the disciples that Jesus was with, but to everyone who is born of the Spirit of God. Go into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. So, so to me, that, that is like, like you've enlisted in the army. Uh, they give you what's called uh, a manual, a day book. And in that day book are all your instructions and you have no problem fulfilling your role, your position in that army, if you follow that day book, if you follow those instructions. And as long as you find yourself in there, you can have faith. Mm-hmm. For whatever you encounter, whatever you do, if you're questioned, no, I'm just following. This is the general marching orders. Yeah. Now, I, I say that because that's the large majority of our individual walk before God. It's under those general marching orders. Mm-hmm. But now you're in the army and, you know, your general, your corporal, your captain, whoever's your overseer, you know, he's got all these general marching orders, but now he comes to you with a specific instruction. And he says to you, okay, I want you to go here and to do this and this. Now you're under direct instruction. Now You've got faith because a superior officer told you that. And now it's more specific. Now it's more directed. Now it would be like a calling um, that you've been given, a specific task you've been endowed with. And, and that's where the measure of faith that's purported to each one of us uh, goes that goes beyond. In other words, uh, so stay with the general marching orders. You'll be blessed. You can have faith in it. Anytime 
you're doing mission work, you're in the will of God. Let me qualify that a little further. Anytime you're doing mission work with the Word of God, yeah. you're in the will of God. Yeah. And because that's what God wants. Yeah. Just to back it up just a little bit, because it's, it's to highlight something, because what we're saying is when, when you come to a, a new birth, you become a part of the will of God. The will of God becomes in you. I would say the, the heart of God becomes real to you. And, and you can't help but desire to share the gospel because that's the general marching order. Right. You, it, it's not that you're trying to ram religion down someone's throat, yeah. but you, you can't help it because it it's becomes who you are. It's, just, it's a fabric of our being. Yeah. It, it is, um, you know, if, if you've been saved and you know what God has done for you, if you know what you were before, and you see somebody who is in a condition, you can't want but want to help that person. And come to know the Lord. Uh, if you're a parent and you've got children, you want your children to come mm -hmm. to the same thing you've come to. And so it, it, it's, it's not just a program, it's not a workup, it's inherent, it's a part of the burden, the will of God, the body we're birthed into. I go back to one body, one mm -hmm. Lord, one faith, one baptism, yeah. one Lord above all, who is in you all and through you all. Yeah. And as you grow in that grace, he begins to make it more real what his will for you specifically is. Correct. It's still yeah. a part of the general marching orders. Yeah. <laughs> but yet you begin to realize this is my gift. Yeah. Yeah. And God gives you grace for that. Yeah. We, we have... Uh, Brother Max here, and, and Brother Max, he's he's part of the general marching orders, but he's a gifted evangelist, and, yeah. and God has used him in a particular way. So as he yields to that, and then the gift that is inside him, it directs him in a particular way. That's very true. But it's all um, under the leadership of the Holy Ghost, because these, these gifts are placed in the body to edify the body of Christ. And so it's all, as you're saying, it's all part of the marching orders, but just with, with a different maybe calling in that way. But it's the same for the pastor as well, and the teacher and the apostle and the prophet. So, but we all under the same general order, under the leadership of the Holy Ghost, and um, and we we all move by faith, because that's the main thing. It's it's the Christ on the inside of us. He's the one moving us. The faith of God that we have in Him and His Word. That's what it's leading us to, to, to be able to deliver the word the way he desires it to be delivered and through the gift that is placed in our lives. There, there was um, a story I was reminded of as uh, you were speaking, Brother Max, and yeah. uh, there was a, a gospel preacher, um, you know, some hundred years ago. name was Peter Cartwright. Hmm. And uh, he felt led to go to a certain town and to spread the gospel. So... That was the burden on his heart. He, he knew it. He, he, it was tried. It was proven. He went into this town and, um, you know, began to fix up the little hall where they're going to have a meeting. And, and it wasn't too long before he met some opposition. And yeah. one of the town bullies just came up to him and said, you know, you're, you're going to preach here? He says, well, you're going to have to go through me first. He says, yeah. well, what do you mean go through you? He says, well, you're going to have to fight me and take me down. Because I'm not letting you have a revival here. 
And he says, well, God has put this on my heart. He says, no, he hasn't. You're not going to go through me. He said, well, if I've got to do that, I'll do it. And he got down from his ladder, proceeded to whip that bully, and had a meeting that night, and the bully was saved. <laughs> so faith, if God has placed it on your heart, nothing will deter you. Yeah, from that amen. Faith. That's exactly right. <laughs> faith is a revelation of the will yes. of God. Yeah. He knew it was the will of God to have that meeting. Yeah. And he was going to do it no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, faith, faith, faith has no hindrance as well. You know that. So you know, whatever hindrance tried to come in the way, faith will always overcome it. Faith you know? will overcome yeah. it. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today on yeah. the End Time Podcast. You're welcome. We so appreciate you coming on. Yeah. And. Uh, I just want to say if anyone has any questions or any comments, or feel free to reach out to us at etpodcast at etmtab.com or follow us on Instagram at endtimepodcast. God bless you. Until next time. <laughs>